being legal or being illegal in the eyes of the state can change from one day to the next. It's a porous and constantly shifting border. Migrants categorized as illegal have limited rights and access to state services, but migrants designated as being legal also face barriers in the countries they move to. Like Spain and many other European countries, migrant labor is a vital part of the economy in the UK. British government and employers recognize that they need migrant labor, but conditions are imposed over migrants' entry and stay. Some of these conditions are applied before people leave their home country, and a range of monitoring and surveillance methods are brought into play that continue after their arrival in the UK. From the state's point of view, there are three main routes uh, to migrate to this country, uh, asylum, uh, work and study migration, and migration for the purposes of family reunion. Now, if you apply to come to this country as an economic migrant or for the purposes of family reunion, you'll find yourself applying overseas. They'll be taking your fingerprints and a range of, of information. If you're an asylum applicant, you don't claim uh, asylum until you reach the shores of this country. Uh, but once you're here, you may find that you're detained almost immediately or you may be electronically tagged, or you may be subject uh, to regular police reporting. Uh, so depending on how you enter this country, you may be subject to a range of monitoring and surveillance. For migrants from outside the EU, like Salif and Mohammed, getting a visa to enter Europe is extremely difficult. Nationals of EU member states don't need a visa to live and work in a different European country, but still face certain restrictions. Since 2004, when eight Eastern European countries joined the EU, nationals of these so-called accession eight countries have been able to move freely around the EU. Chris was a law student in Poland, but decided to come to the UK for the opportunities he thought it would offer. I was always willing to come to England, I must say. For me, like, access to the European Union wasn't the reason. I think I simply didn't like the way I was living over there. I wasn't, like, fulfilling my dreams down there. Since arriving four years ago, Chris has worked in different factories in the northeast of England. When he first arrived, he found work through one of the many employment agencies recruiting foreign workers. But to sign up with them, he had to first prove he was allowed to work in the UK by getting what's called a workers' registration certificate. That's the certificate issued by Home Office, right? Which uh, makes employer more confident in uh, actually hiring you. That's a document which allows me to work in England as well. So that's something that we can't go without, right? That's the basic thing for all the Polish guys who work working in England, you know. When I saw the document, I went a bit, like, let's call it, scared, right? Uh, we didn't know what it is, whether all the questions must be answered properly. If not, you're gone. And uh, there was a fee, obviously, as well. And if, if we just started living in England, it was pretty hard for us to pay that 70 quid. The workers' registration scheme was specifically set up as a means of uh, monitoring uh, the number of uh, nationals from the accession eight states that came to this uh, country uh, from 2004. They generally, uh, in theory at least, have the same rights as, as UK nationals. Problems facing them are they may not understand those rights, they may not speak fluent English. 
they may be, uh, for example, distrustful of uh, trade union organisations. So theoretically, they've got the same rights, but in practice, accessing those rights and avoiding exploitation in the workplace may not necessarily follow. Chris is part of a large Polish community in the northeast of England. Despite being highly qualified, many of them are employed in agricultural and factory work. Like Chris, his friends also found jobs by going through agencies recruiting temporary foreign workers. I'll pay the holiday Christmas time. The overtime hours and the holiday payments, they vary depending on the workers which they are in full contract uh, because agency doesn't want to release them as a worker so them guys are simply treated as a temporary after a year spend on, on site all the time taking all overtime hours it's a bit curious isn't it why, why is it still happening like that the workers registration certificate enables the state to monitor both eastern european workers and their employers it also enables the state to restrict welfare entitlements the Session 8 nationals must have been registered for at least a year before being able to access Social Security benefits. What we know is it's not 100% effective because it involves a fee to join. Not everyone joins it. However, if they don't join it, they may find it hard to prove something called habitual residence in the UK, which then affects their ability to access the same benefits as UK nationals.